but you know, you embrace it, you know, you embrace the suck and you know, you will eventually get past it and then it will be over and then you get pancakes. Diz Runs Radio episode 896 starts in three, two, Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. guys uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show just want to take a second and uh, promote the little things course as the uh, pseudo sponsor for today which is kind of ridiculous because it's in no way shape or form a sponsor it's a free course uh, that I've created uh, a while back you've probably heard me talk about it before unless unless you're brand new to the show um, but uh, you know talking all about kind of various other aspects of our training besides our running and how important those those things actually are. They may seem like little things like your your, your diet, nutrition, sleep, uh, recovery work, things like that, cross training. They they may not seem like they're you know super vital as we pursue our running goals, but it turns out they actually are, and uh, they actually go a long way towards helping the the miles that you're putting on uh, help you get the most out of them. So if if you're kind of at the point where you're like, Hey, maybe I uh, could shore up some of these little thing areas that I've been, been slacking on a little bit and you're not sure how to get started. Dizruns.com slash little things is, uh, is a great place, a great launching off point. Uh, and something that, uh, maybe just maybe we talk about a little bit in today's episode, but, uh, you know, so maybe just seemed like it was the perfect time to plug that as the, uh, the sponsor for today. I don't know. you be the judge on that. But anyway, disruns.com slash little things. If you're interested, if you've checked it out, let me know what your thoughts are. Always love to hear the, hear your, your feedback on it, uh, things I can do to make it better. But one way or another, check it out and do it. That's the name of the game. Doing the little things makes a difference. And now, without any further ado, let's go ahead and uh, dive in to today's episode of the show. Hey guys, uh, today's guest is someone that uh, I've gotten to know fairly well over the past few years. We've we've run together, actually in my neighborhood. We've raced together a couple times in, in Alabama and in in uh, D.C. as well. I um, mean, when I say race together, like he you know finished an hour in front of me or something like that. But at least we we theoretically started together. Uh, we've broken bread together and, and at least and had coffee even you know a couple times and, and meals as well. Um, and I've even had the uh, the pleasure the. the air quotes, pleasure of coaching him for, uh, gosh, it's been three years now. Time flies when you're having fun. Uh, and you even, if you've been listening to the long enough, you've heard his voice before, uh, because he joined me to discuss the, the big beach marathon, uh, that we, which one of those races we ran together uh, a couple years ago. Um, so all that to say, you know, he's been in my, in my world long enough that we probably should have had this chat multiple times already, but I guess better now than ever. So, uh, without any further ado, it's a pleasure to, uh, finally, be able to welcome Mr. Chris Short to the show. So, uh, thanks for joining us today, my friend. I appreciate it, and uh, let's uh, let's let's have a little fun today. All right. Absolutely. Thanks, Danny. I've got a uh, pot of coffee, and I remembered my shoes, so we are off to a good start. All right. Well, I have my flip flops, so you know, it, 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 we're on, we're both on brand, I guess, at this point. So, uh, anyway, guys, if you uh, if you, if you haven't connected with with uh, Chris on on Twitter, good places. Uh, is it's it's, it's you know, a good place for sure. Uh, at C short run. And that's C as in S E E like you're watching him. So C short run, uh, on Twitter. Uh, of course he's on Facebook as well. If you've been part of the, uh, the Facebook group at all, you've seen him there. Uh, so you can connect with him on Facebook as well. Um, but you know, if you're just searching for Chris short, you might have, I don't know, 50,000 Chris shorts to try to find on Facebook. So find him in the tribe, connect with him on Facebook. Uh, disruns.com slash eight, nine, six is the link for the show notes today. Disruns.com slash eight, nine, six photos and links and the whole nine yards as per usual can be found there. So, uh, Chris short, you've heard, uh, one or two episodes of the show, I think over the years. So, you know, where this is, uh, where this is going at least to start off with, and then who knows where we'll go after that. But, uh, uh, honestly, you know, I, I'm not entirely sure that I know what your answer is going to be on this one, because, uh, as I'm sure we'll get to you, you kind of run all the races. So, uh, I'll just throw it out there and, and I'll be as you know, interested to find out the answer as anybody, what is your favorite distance to race and why? So I've been giving this one a bit of thought because obviously we, we know it's coming. Um, and I'm going to throw out something that I'm pretty sure has, has never been, never been said before for, for a race. Bold so claim. my favorite distance to race is 44.27 miles. And that, 
<laughs> that is essentially the distance that you accumulate in uh, the Philly Challenge, which is a half marathon and an 8K on uh, a Saturday, and then the full marathon on the Sunday. So I really, I love the marathon distance. If you had me to say one one distance, that's all you can run, it would definitely be the marathon. Mm-hmm. But I really, really like the marathons after other stuff. You know, it just, I love the challenge races, the dopies, the, you know, the, the Philly challenges, which unfortunately got canceled this year, but found a good replacement for, um, uh, it's just something about running. I, I think I'm an ultra marathoner at heart, but <laughs> I don't really like the trails as much. So mm-hmm. anytime I can get to that type of distance, um, when I'm not, you know, you know, on the roads is, is just, I'm up for it. I, I will do just about anything you throw at me. Um, I'd be happy to try at least once. Um, so that, that's where I'm going to go with, uh, 44.27 miles is my, uh, my favorite distance. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. I don't think that that's a distance. I don't think that's a number that anybody said before. Um, although, although maybe you can make the argument that if I think there may have been a couple people that have said 50 miles. And so I think in, in ultra distance terms, like 44.27 is kind of still 50 miles. So maybe, maybe, but uh, certainly never, nobody's ever been that, uh, that exact on it. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I'm looking forward to, to diving into some of these, these challenge related, uh, topics and themes. That's, that's one of the, the few bullet points that I do have for today. So, uh, we will get there. Um, uh, but first, and this is something that, um, I, I again, I, I honestly don't know the exact story here. I, I, I pieced things together, I think with, you know, between conversations with you and, and Melody and seeing things on social media over the years. Um, so I have maybe a little bit of an idea. But uh, when did you get started with running? Because I, I have a feeling, and again, this is me just making assumptions here, which can always go sideways, but I don't think that running has been, you know, kind of one of those, you're not one of those lifelong runners. So, you know, if, and if I'm wrong there, obviously clue me in, but how'd you get started in the sport? Yeah, definitely not, not a lifelong runner the way that I am now. Like running and I have always had sort of a, an interesting relationship. <laughs> um, growing up, I, I was very athletic, so I, I played you know, sports pretty much year round. Soccer was, was probably my, my favorite and, and the sport I was the best at. But, you know, baseball, basketball, you know, just I was always in some type of sport or, or another. In high school, I played uh, soccer uh, on the varsity team. And um, my position was essentially I was was attached to the other team's best player. <laughs> and my goal was to make him mad the entire game. Mm. And, you know, I was really, really good at that because I could run forever. Like, like I could just, no matter where he went, I could follow him. Um, you know, I never really had any problems keeping up or anything like that. And, you know, it was, it was soccer, like, like everybody else has said, you know, you, you, you run a lot running you know, for punishment. You know, if you did something wrong, go take a couple laps, you know, whatever we, we used to run the cross country courses in, and, uh, you know, before soccer practice and stuff. So, you know, we, I always used to run, but it was always as a part of you know something else. Mm-hmm. So then in college, um, you know, first couple of years in college, like everybody, you know, I, I just completely stopped doing that. You know, didn't play any sports, maybe some intramurals and stuff. And then, you know, I, I probably gained the, the freshman 15, 20 plus whatever. <laughs> um, and somewhere around my junior year or so, I decided that. Um, you know, I needed to get in shape a little bit. So I would basically go out and run, you know, about three miles, three mm-hmm. to five miles every day. Um, you know, again, with no real purpose other than the fact that I felt if I could do that, then at night I could have pizza and beer. So as long <laughs> as I got that run in, right, I was able to, to you know, to, to partake in the evenings. And, and that worked pretty well. So every time I've ever picked up running, it's usually always been because of that. And, you know, the last time is really no different. So graduated from college, you know, kind of follows the the story that a lot of the, you know, a lot of your guests kind of go through, Mm -hmm. you know, we life life and, you know, you end up gaining weight, you end up getting sedentary, the job picks up, all that stuff. And, you know, for me, that was, you know, I I am really, really consistent and that's consistently good and consistently (laughs) bad. So, you know, habits are very easy to form. And once I get a habit, it's hard to break unless, you know, you just specifically decide it's time, time to break it. So the bad habits start creeping in and, um, you know, let's go back about five years, you know, from, from today. And I was 
um, you know, somewhere around 275 uh, weight. And, you know, the idea of, of running or doing anything like that was just no way. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't do it. Um, you know, just did not, not my scene. So then in Christmas of 2015, I got a Fitbit mm-hmm. and um, ended up doing a, which again, shouldn't be surprising, a challenge with a coworker where um, we, we both had Fitbits and we're both going to kind of try to start, you know, getting active. And um, we, we decided to do, um, you know, basically a day walking challenge. Who can get mm-hmm. as many steps in a day? And basically, I think I ended up beating him with 19,000 steps, um, and I went and took the dog out for a walk at quarter to midnight to, <laughs> to get that. So, like, every time I check my watch, he'd be, like, a 1,000 ahead. He'd be like, damn it. So then i go out for a walk. So really after that, that was almost the catalyst for where I am today was that one crazy day of just, just walking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from there it was like, okay, I, I did it. I can do this. So let me just do 10,000 steps a day. And that was the goal. And it really started cause it, it happened in winter. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that basically meant treadmill cause right. we had a treadmill from, you know, a failed attempt at getting, getting in shape probably six years ago you know, before then. So we had a treadmill that basically collected dust, but you know, we kept it with us and you, know, <laughs> you never know when you need, when you need a, yeah, a, you a rack know. to hang you know, your, your like, towel well, on or something. get rid of it because right. paid for it and whatever. <laughs> so, so dusted it off, took the clothes off of it. And, you know, and basically the goal was 10,000 steps a day and that became a, a habit. So, you know, after I did it for a certain amount of time, it was just, okay, that's just what you do. You get up, you go downstairs, you get your 10,000 steps in. The sooner you get it in, the sooner you're done with it and you just don't have to worry about it and let's just you know, get it done. Mm-hmm. At some point, you know, 10,000 steps takes about hour, hour and a half on the treadmill of just, just flat out walking. Right. That got really boring. There's only so many Netflix shows you can watch, you know, after you get through like eight seasons of, you know, some British baking show or, you know, whatever you're ended up doing. Um, you know, it just gets to the point where enough is enough. I'm just a little bit tired of, of doing for this long. So I started saying, well, I could probably run for like half a, half a minute. That'll, that'll help make it go back quicker. So I just started doing that. And at that point, you know, weight was starting to drop off because, you know, we, we were, we were dieting as well. So, um, you know, as, as the weight was going off, the ability to run for, for longer periods was, you know, was kind of increasing. So I would go from, you know, a 10 minute chunk where I would run for one minute, walk for nine minutes. And then that just constantly got down and down and down to where I was doing, you know, doing five minute runs, five minute walks, then, you know, running more than you were walking and so on and so forth. So at that point, spring started, you know, you know, and, um, you know, it was like, all right, well maybe, maybe now it's time to get outside. So, so there's this really great track right across the street from us. It's kind of in the woods, the, uh, Bicyclists use it to to kind of warm up for a, a velodrome that's right across the street, and um, it's it just it's really I have so many miles there it's not even funny, <laughs> but um, so I went out there and you know started running outside and you know basically just just kind of constantly doing that. So at that point I said, well, I could probably do a 5K. Let let's see. Um, so I found a local a local race at at one of the parks. Um, we've got a really good road running club in the area that does a lot of, a lot of races. Most of them are like five, 10 Ks, mm-hmm. but I found a five K and said, you know, what the hell let's, let's, let's give it a shot. Um, I really don't know why I decided to do it. And I just figured it'd be something to do. It'd be help me, help me get my steps in, you know, whatever. I, I never really thought it would be much more other than me just being able to say, Hey, I did a five K Isn't that great. And, um, so the first day I'd actually run that distance was the day before the 5k mm-hmm. and I was on the track and I said, I've got to make sure that I can run that <laughs> right. distance before I do the race. So I don't totally make a fool out of myself. And, and I was able to do it and said, all right, I, I did the distance. That's great. Let's go to the race. So I went to the race and, um, you know, like, like every race I've ever run, the adrenaline kind of gets in you. And no matter what I plan mm-hmm. to do in that race, it just doesn't matter. I'm going <laughs> to run it, you know, and you, as my coach, as, as I know, right. <laughs> you know that very well that it doesn't matter what I say. I will say 
oh yeah, no, I'm just going to do this as a training run. I, I don't think I've ever done that once in my life. It doesn't matter where it is. But anyway, so I started running this race and I, I picked a person in front of me that I said, I think I could probably keep up with you. Let me just try that. And, you know, one mile goes through and, you know, it's a 5k. So as most 5ks go, you know, you're pretty much exhausted by the time the first mile mm -hmm. goes through and wondering what you did wrong and <laughs> you signed up um, for a 5k that's what you did wrong like <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much but i i, I didn't know any better right, and i right. sure as hell wasn't gonna sign up for a 10k at that point so <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so so i start you know working you know running with this guy just right behind him you know basically just following him saying if i can keep up with him i'll be okay and, and you know absolutely no rhyme or reason i just randomly picked the person and then like right near the end of the race he started petering out and I was still going and I passed him. And that was just, that was where the light switch just came on. And I was like, Oh my God, this is, this is awesome. This is just so much fun. And as soon as that happened, I was hooked. I was like, I just, th this is just, I, I love it. Right. So that really just fueled it after that. And then, you know, from there it was kind of the, the, the natural progression. Um, you know, that was in the, in the spring. And at that point I dropped about a hundred pounds. Wow. Um, and, and was, you know, was, was feeling good and, and fit and, you know, getting, getting stronger as far as running goes. And then I said, okay, well, good. Let's, let's sign up for a half in the fall. You know, why, why not? And at that point, you know, I, I decided, you know, to, to follow sort of the progression, you know, I didn't do what some people do, which is, you know, sign up for a marathon without, <laughs> doing any real kind of training or anything. I mean, but, not, not recommended, but it's doable. You know, I'm not the only one that's done that. It's definitely doable. <laughs> so, oh yeah, yeah. And so I signed up for a, a half in the fall and, you know, ended up doing a, a 10K um, at in like September, a month before then, and then did the half in, in the fall, which was at a, a, a local amusement park. It was actually the only one they ran here. They canceled it, which mm. it was so poorly run. It was like two loops and no one had any idea what the course was and <laughs> half the people got lost. And I think I actually did the distance, but I really, I couldn't tell you. Who knows, I, right? I, yeah. Um, but I remember crossing that finish line going, how in the world do people do this twice? There's just mm. no... There's no way, you know, like people run marathons. I, that is, is mind blowing at that point. And then I went home and found the local marathon and signed up for it. So, you know, it, it, but I gave myself a year. I said, we're going to, we're going to take a year. We're going to do, we're going to do proper training and we're going to go. And, um, cause that was in October and there, there's a local marathon, the via marathon that happens every September um, the Sunday before your Boston qualifying time, oh, the cutoff are, time. are supposed to be submitted. So it's it's kind of one of those you know last strategic type of things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's it's supposed to be a flat course and all that stuff. But I mean, my first marathon that just didn't matter. Doesn't matter exactly. <laughs> so I did. I, I signed up for a, basically a generic training plan, um, and uh, you know followed it. And it was just one of those you know. I think the longest run was maybe eighteen or twenty miles before before the marathon. And then, um, and then when I, when I did the marathon, I, I crashed, like mm. it was just, it was one of those where I had like leg cramps and I had, um, you know, I, I hit the wall like right. hard and <laughs> actually it turns out that it was probably a pretty good reason for that. And, and when I was, when I was fueling, you know, I, I, you know, I knew nothing, mm -hmm. you know, I, I wasn't a part of any Facebook groups. I wasn't, you know, I was just basically you know, I was trying to follow like one of Hanson's immediate plans and, mm -hmm. and, you know, that was about it, you know, and I knew you needed to fuel, but you know, I didn't know why I didn't really, you know, I just said, Oh, okay. So I used cliff blocks, which are basically this little bar that has six blocks in it. Um, you know, as you know, basically like gummies mm -hmm. and, um, I would just take one block, you know, every hour or so and <laughs> serving size my months, friend serving size yeah 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 about two <laughs> two months after the marathon when i'm trying to figure out what happened and how i can help and all that stuff i just randomly look in the back and it says serving size three blocks mm -hmm. i was like uh, oh <laughs> that probably explains a lot so um yeah details right details right but anyway, so, you know, I, I did, I did a lot of the general progression, um, you know, from, from, you know, a 5k at first to, 
to a 10K, to a half, to a full. And then after I did that full is really when I, I set my sights on, on Boston, you know, trying to redeem myself for the full. And then, um, you know, ultimately that's, that, that's kind of what led me to, um, I, to, you know, finding a coach and, um, you know, I had done, you know, a different service at, at some point, you know, after that I said, you know, I think I need to get a little bit more of a, of a, a plan. Mm-hmm. So I signed up with a coaching group that was, um, it was still sort of one size fits all. So right. it was, you know, you're a part of our group and we'll do like monthly webinar kind of things, mm-hmm. but here's the plans that you get to choose from. And if you have any questions, just, you know, ask in the Facebook group, you know, it right. wasn't really a, a, any kind of direct interaction with, with the coach, which I said, you know, that's probably fine, but it, it really, it wasn't, you know, it just wasn't for me. So, um, that was what ultimately led me to, um, you know, you know, down, down the path to, to finding you and working with you. And we've been working together since, uh, 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I looked it up cause I wasn't sure. I want, I didn't want to get that number wrong. Cause I figured, you know, you being the data person that you are, which again, something we'll probably get to, uh, you probably had it mapped out, but I guess you didn't, but yeah, it was November of 2017 that we started together. So just over three yep. years at this point, which is time flies when you're having fun, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so yeah, that's, that's the sort of long winded, you know, path of, of, mm. of, um, you know, how I got from, you know, basically couch to marathon right. and then, you know, from, from that to, you know, joining the tribe and, and, you know, using you as a coach and, and, you know, kind of the stuff that we've, we've, you know, kind of gone through from there, from mm. Chicago to a couple injuries to right. things like that. So right. I'll, I'll kind of leave that there to, to let the, let the follow-up questions come. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, First one that uh, just curious about uh, and kind of at the beginning of that of that process, um, you know, with with getting the Fitbit, getting started to to get walking and whatnot. But was there was there a, a moment other than that that kind of spurred you to to kind of start taking action with with the health and losing weight, or was it was that that all kind of rolled into one? Or um, just curious if there was anything that that kind of triggered that that process, you know, f- you know, some five years ago. I think it was it was something that that Melody and I both you know both really wanted to 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 do you know we we were you know when when you have uh, you know we've got a, a daughter who um who's 17 now no 16 now almost 17 and um you know when 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 they're young you know it, it's more about them and making sure that they're happy and you know trying to to you know sort of you provide them with what they need and a lot of your energy goes there and, you know, between that and then work and stuff like that, you know, you really don't put a lot of priority on, on yourself, on, you know, doing the, the best things. You're like, Oh, you want ice cream? Yeah, let's go get ice cream. <laughs> ice cream oh, yeah. we, we had ice cream yesterday. So what, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So, you know, and both of us had, had tried it individually, but when you, when you don't, you know, we're a team, you know, and we do a lot of things together. And when, when one of us has a hobby, the other one has, which we'll probably get into as well. Um, you know, cause Melody and I have now run, you know, a lot of stuff together and, and, you know, that's one of my favorite parts of running is, is being able to do it with her. Um, but you know, we, whenever one of us would try to, you know, to diet or get into shape or, you know, get, get healthy and the other one wasn't, you know, it's really hard right. to sit there with your salad when someone's eating a pizza mm-hmm. and, you know, it just, it just doesn't work. So, you know, when we, we tackled it together, we were very, very successful. And that's been a theme, you know, th- throughout our lives, you know, together. Um, but really it was just a, let's do this together. Um, you know, she both, you know, we both did the steps, we both mm-hmm. did the diet, we both did the fitness and she didn't get into running until about a year or so after me. But, you know, the, the fitness part, you know, the, the getting healthy part was, was, you know, a, an effort that we went through together. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And, and, and totally agree. It's, 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 you know, within that, at least for, for us as well, you know, within the household, like what a difference it makes when everybody's kind of at least somewhat on the same playbook. So, you know, you're not having, you know, maybe like you said, the, the temptations right there of you're, you're trying to do one thing and, and cautions to the wind is on the other side of the, the, the table from it. Um, and it's, it's, it's a lot harder. So, uh, you know, whatever, whatever it was, whatever, whatever the spark was, um, you know, clearly quite a difference in, in losing over a hundred pounds. I mean, that's, that's, that was kind of glossed in there, but should be celebrated as well. Congratulations on, on such a, a major change and, and, um, you know, helping to obviously get to where we are today. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And the, you know, this, this won't be a, a big surprise, but you know, I, I it, 
talk about habits, talk about my routine. You know, one of the other things that I did was, um, you know, I logged all the, the, the food that I ate in my fitness pal, you know, which is a, a food tracker, um, you know, where he basically does calories and, you know, breaks out macros and, nice. and things like that. So, um, that's just one of those habits that I, I just kept up, you know, and, and I, I still do it today. Um, I am, I, I will not do a run streak, but I am almost at, um, I think the last count was I'm close to 1800 days of logging my food. So I could tell you everything I've eaten since January 3rd, 2016. And I, I don't really know. I don't do much with the data anymore, but it's just habit. You know, mm -hmm. I eat, pick up the phone, I log it. Right. And, you know, if ever I feel like it's needed, you know, I can go back and, you know, it kind of keeps me, you know, keeps me on track, but it's just, that's the routine now. So yeah. I just kind of follow the routine, but um, yeah, so it, it's, interesting it's yeah and 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 again you know talked you talked earlier about you know habits good or bad once once you kind of get into them you're you're into them and, and yeah you know it doesn't hurt anything to, to to keep logging the the food or or whatever um but in, in this case to log the log the stuff in my fitness pal and um as as we've talked about once or twice like you know it the data is there if you ever need it as opposed to yep. needing it or you know wondering being curious about something wanting to check something down the road and looking back and going oh well don't have you know there's this two-year gap or two-month gap or whatever that there's and that kind of throws your data set off so uh you know it is it is what it is so getting getting a little bit closer to um you know more current day stuff kind of you know the take the timeline from not really much of a runner um or not not a runner at all at that, at that point you know five five six years ago um to to this point where i mean running all the time and, and sometimes uh the, the fight isn't so much about what to do not the fight the argument the discussion between us isn't so much about what to do but like Hey, we got to we got to put a limit on things at some point, um, but but kind of going from that that first marathon and to to starting to get into things a little bit more, um, like how how did that the, I don't know exactly how to quite word this, but like that the progression from the first marathon to the second marathon is always an interesting one for me. It was an interesting one for me personally, interesting one to to talk to other folks about, um, but but did that play out? I, I know you said you were working with with another uh, service or coaching or whatever. Um, but, but how did the second marathon go for you compared to the first? So the, the second one, actually, I, by the time I ran the second one, I was, I was working with, with you at that okay. point. So the, the first one was, um, was the via in 2017. And then, um, and then that was what kind of led me down. Gotcha. I had okay. done the, the first coaching with that one. Okay. Um, and then that led me, you know, to, to basically say, all right, well, well, what worked well, what didn't work well, and, and let me see what, what we can, what we can do to, to, to kind of fix it. And then that's what sort of led me into this you know, research, found the podcast. Mm -hmm. I did a consult call with you, I think for a, um, cause you know, again, one of the, one of the fun, you know, I, I never start small and, you know, again, it's, <laughs> it's hard to hold me back sometimes versus, you know, you know, just, just, you know, could you, could you do a little bit more? Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone has ever asked me that. Um, but you know, I, I, I said, oh, you know what? We need to start doing proper warm-ups because yeah, I wasn't doing any of that. I wasn't doing warm-ups. I wasn't doing cool-downs. I wasn't doing strength training. I was just basically going out and running, you know, and, and it didn't didn't have the zone thing. So my guess would be probably more of 60-40 versus 80-20, mm -hmm. you know, just just you know, nothing really structured or or, or right um, I, was, I was doing. So, you know, I said, all right, I need to do it. And it was right after you had the guy on that did um, – you know, the lunge matrix and the leg mm, swings and right. all that. So, so I listened to, listened to that and said, you know what, I need to do those. So I went out and I did a complete set of uh, <laughs> lunges and leg swings. And then the next day my legs were just trashed. As to say, for those and, keeping track at home or that, that aren't keeping track at home, that's, that's Jay Johnson was, was that guest. I can't remember the show number cause it obviously has been a minute, but uh, his, his complete set of lunge matrix stuff is 50 lunges on each leg. Um, so yeah, if that's your first time doing that, I can imagine, uh, not feeling too great the next day. So, but then I had a 10 mile race, like I did it on like a Monday and then I had a 10 mile race on Saturday and you know, like I woke up Tuesday and I just couldn't feel my <laughs> legs. I mean, I was just like, Oh God, what is going on? So actually I had a consult call with you right before then. And we were, we were talking about it. And I think that was when you pointed out, well, you know, if you go from no lunges to all of the lunges that's probably gonna you know hurt mm -hmm. and i said oh okay well that makes sense so you know i did my did my race that was fine and then uh 
and then at that point, I, I think I, I think that's when we officially started started working together. But um, <clears throat> so the the second marathon, getting back to the original question, the the second marathon was uh, New Jersey in um, in 2018, okay. and at that point, I decided, you know, I I learned about Boston, you know, just like, oh yeah, this is. We'll do that. Sure. Everybody does that. That's the progression. You know, what do you do after you run a marathon? Well, then you run the Boston marathon right. you run all the majors. So, so that was kind of the, the goal, you know, just, just the, what, what's next, you know, I don't, um, you know, I had gotten into Chicago, which I was really excited about. Um, and you know, I just had this, this is how it's going to happen. You know, now that I've run my marathon, the next thing is I'm going to BQ. like, you know, snap your fingers and there you go. <laughs> right. And so we started working together and we went from, um, yeah, we, we went to go do the, uh, the, the Jersey marathon. And again, like, like everything, you know, I, I get, I get to the day before and it goes from, you know, let's just have a good marathon. We've trained, you know, we've had a good cycle. We started to learn how to work together, all that mm -hmm. stuff too. Hey, Denny, I, I think I'll BQ. Is that okay? <laughs> if I try and you're like, sure, man, go for it. So, you know, I went, I went, I went out with, you know, the, attempt to to bq which at that point um was still 315 it was before they had lowered it mm -hmm. um for for the age group and um so so i go out way too fast and they don't have any pacers um at that because their pacers were bq minus five because that was really kind of what the cushion was so right. they just never had they had three 310 and 320 um but not 315 and you know my my first marathon the the via was you know uh, like four hours, you know, cause mm -hmm. I, I cramped up and all that. So, I mean, this is already me going, Oh yeah, I can shave 40 minutes off of that. I can PR by 45 minutes. No, no yeah, factor. Yeah, who, whatever. <laughs> so, you know, and, and, and one of the things that, that, you know, I like about running and just things in general is, is, you know, I, it's okay to fail in that kind of stuff. I mean, we set goals that you might or might not be able to meet, you know, and, and that's, I've never had a problem with that either, which is, you know, helped me particularly in, in the running stuff. So, so anyway, in, in New Jersey, I'm, you know, I'm going out and, um, you know, I don't have a pacer. So, you know, and it's a small marathon, so it's not like there's somebody that I can, well, small relative. It's not like a Philly or a mm -hmm. Chicago or something like that. It's probably 2000 people or yeah. so, you know, between a half and a full. So, you know, we're going out and, you know, like most of them where the half and the full is you start following someone and you're like, Oh, this is a pretty decent pace. I can keep up with you. And then the half splits and they go left and you go right. And you're like, Oh crap, I lost right. my friend who's going faster than I probably should be anyway. So I was doing really, really good there until about 18 and then the wheels fell off again and not nearly as bad as they were, but I just, I went out too fast and feeling was okay. I just didn't have the legs or the right. endurance at that point. So you know, at some point, I think Melody, you know, was was coming and seeing me through various places, uh, you know, in, in the race course. I think she saw me like four or five times. And, you know, like the first couple of times, it's all smiles and waves and going, hi, you know, doing good, doing good. And then like the last one's just this just defeated, you know, <laughs> the, the death, like the death zombie <laughs> running by her going, I'm not going to do it. Uh, uh -huh. and, you know, she's still up there cheering, you know, her, her happy self and, you know, being you know supportive like she always is. And, and, um, but the, you know, the worst part of that race was at, you know, I, I was like less than a mile from the, the finish line and the, 320 pacers pass me mm -hmm. and they're like, and right as a camera is there. So like, they're all thumbs up to the camera and I'm like, just <laughs> looking like death warmed over. And mm -hmm. there's a great picture uh, of that because it was right where the cameras were. Um, but so I finished that one and it was one of those where it, it was about a 40 minute PR. Right. Um, but again, I was properly trained at that point and fueled correctly. So mm -hmm. it's amazing what happens if you do the, the little things right um but you know it was still you know it, I, I was i had these delusions of grandeur and and you know but but you know when when you look at you know when you look at it i i managed to maintain my bq pace for 12 miles 13 mm -hmm. miles at that point so you know that was something to to grow on and and as i've kind of chased it between then and and now um you know, it, it, the amount of time I've been able to hold that pace has, 
has increased. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the last time and the last time I actually had a real BQ attempt was Chicago in 2018. And that one was another one of those just really bad days. Um, right. And, you know, but even then I was able to hold it for like 13 minutes before just the wheels fell off and, and you know, I just couldn't do it anymore. So every time something like that happens, you know, all those failures for, from the races, and I don't consider them failures. I mean, personally I do, but no one else would. Right. Um, you know, it's just, what did you do well, you know, and, and it's not, oh, I didn't BQ. It's, well, I, I, I pushed the needle up a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. I made it a little bit, a little bit better for next time. So, um, but yeah, the, the second marathon was a lot easier because I, I, I had a coach and I was working through a program and, and, you know, I was doing the little things and, and I was, you know, I made a lot of grounds there and then, um, you know, it's been just small incremental, uh, you know, PR since then. I was going to say, we need to, we need to figure out how to big. knock another 40 minutes off now and it will be smooth yeah. sailing <laughs> you know? yeah. Um, yeah. or just, or just like 15 and that would be, that would be good too. Um, yeah, I think, I think I meant like if I can get 10 minutes off at this point, but you know, like I guess I haven't, I haven't, I haven't tried a BQ attempt in, since 2018. And, you know, that's been, you know, from, from circumstance, either, either injury or, um, you know, I had a, and a surgery on in, in 2019 and then obviously you know, COVID and, you know, a, a foot issue earlier this year is kind of, kind of really kept me from, you know, really trying right. that out. So all, all of the, all the PRs that I've had since then have either been the second half of the Philly challenge or, you know, down in, in big beach when, you know, I, I basically drove six hours the day before after flying to Atlanta for work mm-hmm. after, you know, working for, you know, so it was just, none of it was ideal. None of it was tapered or anything like that. So I'm really, really itching to, to get back into to a race situation at this point so I can really see where, you know, where we are at this point. Um, Cause you know, it's just been so long since, since we've had a chance for that. Yeah. And, and uh, obviously everybody's in that, in that boat as well, whether they're chasing Boston's or not, um, you know, not, not a whole lot of races happening this year, uh, a few here and there kind of small ones, this, this and that and the other, but you know, big races, the big city races, things like that, obviously have all, all been put on hold and, and hopefully we'll be back, uh, sometime next year, but uh, you know, jury's still out. We'll, we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, in, in the meantime, and even, even leading up to that, um, you know, like you mentioned the, in the introductory question there, the, the multiple race weekend challenge, something you've done a few times in Philly. I know you did, uh, you know, at, at Disney down here with, with the, uh, the dopey a few years ago. And, um, and, you know, like you mentioned, you really enjoy those, those types of challenges of, of getting out there, uh, multiple days in a row or multiple races in, in the, over the course of the weekend. Um, what, what, um, What's the, is there a challenge? Is there, what, what is the, what is the challenge of that? I guess not, is there a challenge? Of course there's a challenge to it. Um, I mean, it's in the name, right? But, but for you, what is, what is the allure of, of doing that multiple days in a row? Because, you know, again, kind of going back to tying some of these things in that you've said today and, and things that I know from, from working with you, like you like to push yourself, like, like you don't go out there and just run a race for, for, for fun. Um, yet, you know, how do you manage to, to run a, a Philly, you know, two days, two days, three races, um, and, and balance not going all out in the, the first race, knowing that you've got other races coming at, but still push Like, like, how do you, how do you approach a challenge weekend when, uh, when you have one of those to, to contend with? I think it really depends on where the marathon is on, you know, in, in the challenge with, with Philly, it's, it's pretty easy because the marathon is by itself on the, the second day. So, you know, I, I, whenever I run the, the half or, you know, the, the 8k, you know, the, the day before it's, it's, those are just kind of fun warm up, warm up runs, you know, and then it's, you know, I, the way I approach it is, okay, we're, we're going to run these. We're just going to kind of go through and, and, you know, do your, your normal kind of, kind of training routine, you know, runs, you know, not, not push the pace there. And then, you know, that gives me the ability to, to push it the next day if I'm feeling good. You know, if I were to go in and, you know, because you know, I mean, that, that's still, you know, it's like 18 miles, you know, the day before. So, right, you know, exactly that's the, the typical shakeout run scenario that a lot right, of people Right, right. So, I mean, you know, if, if my if my legs are feeling bad the day after, then, you know, you can you can pivot, you know, be like, OK, well, I'm not not really 
going to to you know to go crazy you know I, I won't but you know again it just once you get that that adrenaline and the you know everybody's there and right. you see the pacers that that have you know the the signs of where you think you can go and you're like man i well let's just let's just see how far we can keep up with them because you know i mean that's that's really been the you know i, I think when you look at um you know just just taking the pressure off. And I think that's why I like the challenges is because it really just takes the pressure off. You know, when, when I, when I did Chicago, I built it up just Mm -hmm. so much that this was going to be where we where where we, you know, we BQ'd and we had it on the schedule for a year and we worked towards it for a year, you know, together. And this was just, this is where it's going to be. And, you know, I, so I got to the start of that race you know, already, you know, your nerves are up. You're it's just, you just put so much pressure on yourself to, to do X, Y, or Z that you almost can't do it anymore. You know? And then when you, when you go into, you know, the, the Philly challenge, you know, you're, you're, you're lining up for a marathon there and, and, you know, you've ran 18 miles the day before you're like, well, no one expects anything uh, of you at this point. You know, just the fact that you finished is, is kind of cool. And, you know, that's where, you know, you just, you're loose, you know, your, your heart rate's down, you're, you're calm, you know, you're, you're warmed up for sure, you know, from, from the day before. And then you just, you just go out and see what happens. And for me, that's always been my best races. All of my PRs have always been when I've just gone out to, to have fun and see what happens. And ultimately I think, you know, when I, I BQ, um, you know, it, it will be because of that, you know, it just, just, you just go out and you're, you're not, you're not expecting things. It's not supposed to happen. It will just naturally happen. You're just going to go and you're going to feel good and you're going to push it and it's going to work out. And, you know, if you don't, you know, if you go and you push it and it doesn't work out, you know, the, the last Philly marathon, you know, I managed to hold it for, for, you know, 18 miles before I couldn't anymore. So that's six more miles than I was the last time. Right. And, and so, you know, and now it's been, you know, it's been over a year. So I'm, I'm dying to try it again <laughs> to see if it's, you know, is it 22 miles? Is it 24 miles? Right. Is it, is it 16? I mean, have I regressed? You know, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I don't think so, but you know, it, it just, the challenges really give you just the ability to go out and enjoy the multiple races, you know, I really like Philly. I mean, Philly is just a fun race. I, I highly recommend it. The, 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 the course is cool. The, the, the people, the crowd support is really good and it's, it's a big race, but it's not like super, super crowded. It spreads out pretty, pretty right. quickly. So, you know, it, it's a big race feel, but it's not like, you know, it's not like Marine Corps that's just so condensed and congested mm-hmm. and just crazy. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, it just it just gives me a chance to really let it out there without, you know, without any any preconceived notions of what's going to happen. Just let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. And even virtual challenges, you know, like the ones that the one you know, I did the, this last weekend, I did, um, you know, Philly didn't go virtual, unfortunately, but um, Richmond did, apparently. And they they did the same thing where, you know, they they had three races and they said, well, we'll give you you know the virtual option to do all three as a Richmond challenge. But they gave you a whole month to do it. And I said, no, nah, to heck with that nonsense. We're just <laughs> going to do it. We're going to do exactly like Philly. So, you know, went out and, and did the same thing. And, and, you know, just absolutely no expectations whatsoever. But the marathon, you know, the marathon part of it, you know, was 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 fantastic. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it was just it was just a good run. And, you know, because there were just no expectations, no worries about, you know, anything or, you know, it, you know, if I felt like I needed to go slower, I could go slower, you know, because I, you know, I ran 18 miles the day right. before. So, you know, who who cares? You know, who's going to and it's not about anybody else judging you. It's about me mm-hmm. judging myself. And that's always the part that I like about running is the fact that that it's me versus me. You know, I, I will support every other runner out there. I don't care if they're faster than me, slower than me, the same speed, you know, you do you. And, you know, I will cheer you on until I can't cheer anymore, but I don't do that to myself. So the challenges really give me the ability to just run for, for the heck of it Mm -hmm. without any, any issues, any, 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 you know, I just don't give myself as much of a hard time mm-hmm. on, on those than I do with just straight races. And, and I think that, that there's something to that and, and it's something we've talked about before, you know, as well, where it's just like, 
like exactly like you said, like like having the the lack of of pressure, having that that release valve the day before of there's no expectations tomorrow. Um, you know, allows allows you to be calm, allows you to to not go out too too hot at the start, or at least makes it easier to not go out too hot at the start. Which you know we all know if we've run long enough, uh, you go out too hot at the start, no matter what the race is, from from that first 5k you ran to to whatever the marathons, the ultras, whatever, you go out too fast in that first mile or three miles or five miles or whatever, um, you pay for it eventually. You know, eventually, mm-hmm. eventually it catches up to you. Um, and so you know if you can take the pressure off whether it's by running 18 miles the day before, or whether it's just through experience of, of learning that maybe that, you know, hopefully the next time that, that we tow the line or that you tow the line for a race, you know, this is the, this is the Boston qualifying attempt, um, that we don't have to run 18 miles a day before to help you relax. You can just go into it a little bit more relaxed, a little more comfortable. Yes. You're going to be excited. Yes. There's going to be nerves, but being able to control those better, um, so that it's not eaten away at you you know, for two hours before the race starts so that you go out and you're already at, 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 uh, half, half, you know, the tanks half full because you've been burning off all this nervous energy beforehand. but whatever we, we can have those conversations before, but I think that's a, an important point to, to mention that, you know, race anxiety, people, it's a, it's a thing. People have it. Um, some, some worse than others, uh, but figuring out how to control that, how to, how to work through it, um, can really make a difference in, in the longer distance, in any distance race, certainly, but, but certainly the, the longer distance stuff as well. Um, Shifting gears a little bit, something you mentioned a couple times, a little bit of you know injury issues here and there, um, and and some things that we've been obviously trying to work on, trying to avoid those as much as possible. Um, but uh, you know, so, something that that again that, that I know because of, the, of coaching that uh, we can we can maybe flesh out a little bit that that this year one of the things you've been working on in addition to um, getting healthy, building the mileage back up, and, and getting to the point now where I mean the, the base is strong once again, uh, but but adding a little bit more cross training a little bit more strength training some stretching some things like that to the mix that weren't as as much of a of a regular component of of your training you know in, in the first couple of years that we were working together um how how much of a difference have you noticed i mean obviously we haven't tested it in a race yet uh, but but just in how you're feeling for the last few months where strength training flexibility work some cycling some things like that have really been part of the routine have you noticed much of a difference yet and if so kind of what are you what are you noticing a, a huge. I mean, I, I don't even think I could emphasize as as much of an impact as I think it it's it's made. So, the the last race that I did th- this year was um, it was a forty mile ultra in uh, in February, the last day of February, and I was running it, and I was going up a hill, and I was looking up to say hi to a couple people that are going the other way, and I felt my ankle twist a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I said, Oh, boy, that could have been bad. And didn't really think of it anymore and finished the race. And, you know, everything was was fine. And then the very next week, I go to resume my training. And all of a sudden, it's hurting a little bit. And I said, Okay, well, I just need a little bit more time. And, and then at that point, uh, COVID hit. Mm-hmm. So it was essentially everywhere closed, you know, like, like the doctors practices and, and, you know, all that stuff, you just couldn't get an appointment and everything. And at this point I just can't even, I can't even run, you know, a mile or two without my foot just really, really hurting. So, um, I went for, you know, probably a good two months like that, just, just trying to rest and say, all right, well, I just, I just can't run. You know, I, I tried it. And it would hurt. And, you know, I, I did virtual visits and, but, you know, until someone could really get hands on, you know, you really can't tell what, what's going on. So at that point I said, well, what can I do? You know, I, I can't run. This is driving me crazy. You know, the world is, you know, everything's being canceled. Everything's being shut down. You know, work is going crazy. You know, I, I need an outlet. I need to figure something out. So at that point I, got a bike ended up getting a peloton because biking didn't hurt right. and i was able to sort of at least shift to where you know i had that that kind of energy i, I could burn some burn it off i could you know at least get the heart rate up some right. and and you know do something you know but one of the nice things that peloton has is you know they have the entire sort of infrastructure of, of courses and classes and, and things like that. So, you know, when you're on your bike, as soon as you're done with it, they say, Hey, take this stretch, mm-hmm. you know, so you take the stretch. So I, I did the bike and then I would stretch. And then they said, Oh, well, you could do this strength. I was like, Oh, you know, I could probably do that too. And, you know, so while I was hurt and while I couldn't run, I really shifted my focus to, 
the little things, you know, what can I do? Um, and ultimately that turned out to, I could, I could do some biking. I could do as much stretching as I wanted to, and I could, I could work on strength. So, um, they had a couple of, of, of like core focus classes. Um, I think it's crusher core. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like a four week program that, um, I ended up doing like twice in a row. So basically eight weeks, you know, and it's like every day with maybe one rest day or so. Um, and at that point, you know, it, it becomes routine. And, you know, as I've mentioned, you know, once I get into a routine, it's, it's just routine. I mean, that's just, this is where it is. I just do it at that point. So I was able to finally get into to PT to go see a, an orthopedics. Um, you know, and it turns out that, that they think I had just bruised a bone, which mm -hmm. takes, Wow. Unfortunately, just a really mm -hmm. long time to heal. And, you know, from from there, we were able to start working back a, a plan. And, and, you know, this is the in 2019, I, I had a I had to have a, a hernia surgery, which you know led me out for about most of the spring into the summer. And then this year I had the ankle injury, which led me out most of the spring <laughs> and into the summer. So this is the second time that we've gone through sort of this recovery process and you know, the difference is night and day between how I recovered last year versus how I recovered this year. And, and I really equate most of that to the fact that I spent so much time focusing on my core and focusing on, on stretching and doing the, the little things properly um, as we went back. So, you know, we started running. And again, this is this is another really good reason to have a coach is because you know, I would have said, okay, I can run now <laughs> off to the races, right. you know, let's, let's, let's go. Uh, and, you know, you were able to sort of rein me in and say, you know, I, even a couple of times I said, you know, it was nice today. So I went out and ran and he said, well, I, I don't really want you running three days in a row. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, I didn't even think of that. Is that, oh, so there is method to the madness. <laughs> and, and you know, but it's the things like that that you don't necessarily see the big picture on because you're just focused on what you want to do. And, and, you know, it was a nice day, so I wanted to run, not thinking, well, this will mean I'm running three days in a row on a recovering ankle. So that's the stuff that, you know, when we're a well-oiled machine and everything's going well, you know, a lot of times it's, you know, checking in like, yep, things are good. Yep, great. Mm -hmm. Do this. We're, we'll, we'll move forward. But you know, when it's recovering and you know dealing with the problems, you know, it, it it's really where you know the the relationship that we have and and you know the you know, the coaching you know stuff is really really pays off. You know, we've been working together for so long that you know that you know how I work and you know how to you know how to steer me in the right direction without you know without letting me, you know, get in my own way. So, but, but, you know, moving towards that where we, um, you know, where I am now, which is pretty much, you know, back, you know, back to full, you know, even better than I was this time last year. Um, you know, I really do think that most of that, if not all of it is because, you know, when I was hurt, I, I was really able to focus on, you know, getting into the good habits of the little things and, and doing that stuff. And, and now it's, you know, now it, it's just, it's routine. So, you know, whereas this time last year, you know, I, I would wake up, you know, I would go and do my run. I would come home and maybe two days a week, I would do some kind of strength training, um, which, you know, wasn't either, you know, focused on any particular area. I never did any stretching, you know, anything like that versus now where I, I'll wake up earlier. Mm-hmm you know, than I did before because I know I need that extra time. So, you know, it, it's, I, I go to bed earlier <laughs> you know, because I'm waking up earlier, but I, you know, I, I specifically make sure I have time in my day to do a, to do a core routine every day to do stretching after that, you know, and then I can, you know, then I can get my coffee, have my breakfast, mm -hmm. you know, start my day, but you know, it, it's wake up, run, strength, stretch, and then, and then do, you know, do what you got to do. So I think that's really paid a big difference on that. And then also just recovering after the runs, you know, being able to, you know, go for these long runs and doing these challenges. And, and, you know, I, I did, you know, basically every other weekend in October, I did some type of big virtual challenge from a 50 K to a, to an eight by eight by four by six. So a 50 mile weekend 
to, you know, uh, the New York virtual marathon, um, you know, and, and, you know, really recovery was, was minimal from that. You know, I took maybe a day off of day off after each of those. And then I was pretty much back to, you know, back to running without, without any issues. Whereas, you know, last year it was, you know, you run a marathon and, you know, you need a couple of days, you know, mm-hmm. pain-free type things. And, and, you know, so it really, it really has helped, um, a lot, a, a lot. Good. I, I, obviously, I mean, I, I know it has helped and, and it's something again that we've, we've talked about a little bit that, um, I, I, I'm cautiously optimistic that it's going to be the, the, maybe the key to really taking you that next step forward, um, with, with races and whatnot, just because like you said, it's, it's easier recovery. You're, you're healthier, you're stronger. Um, and you know, if we can avoid having the, the spring into summer injury situation that seems to be starting to become a pattern, we can avoid that. Then all of a sudden everything keeps moving in the right direction, which is, which is, you know, half the reason, or maybe three quarters of the reason I'm always talking about the bloody little things so much. So thank you for, for those subtle little plugs that you've mentioned along the way as well. Cause it really does, it really does help. And, and you're seeing it. So, um, I know we could we could probably keep going, but at some point we gotta we gotta wrap this thing up. But I gotta I can't let you off the hook without a, a little bit of a philosophical something or another. So, um, at, at this point in your in your running career, Chris, um, you know, I'll, I'll keep it the real simple, maybe the simplest, uh, kind of like the introductory question, the simplest question to ask that sometimes maybe the hardest one to answer. But uh, why do you run? Why do you still get out there every morning? Why do you why do you wake up extra early to get out there and go as it as it's getting colder this time of year? Um, why, why is why is running still such an important thing for you on a, on a daily basis? You know, it's it's everybody that that answers this question, you know, has has such good reasons, and you know, like like it's just it's a it's a real personal type thing, and you know, I, I thought about this one too because I knew this question was coming, <laughs> and you know, it, it it really boils down to, I mean, it's just that is it's, it's, it's part of who we are now. And, you know, from we, I mean, you know, me and, and Melody and it's, you know, it's something that has really helped transform my life entirely. You know, if you look at, you know, five years ago, if, if I said, you know, you're going to be running 2000 plus miles a a year, you know, you're going to finish marathons and, and then wake up the next day and be able to walk, you know, you're going to be able to, you know, just the things that, that it's opened and the things that, that it, it continually opens as far as doors and, and, and people and, you know, the entire community, you know, the, the Disruns tribe, you know, the people that we've met from there, you know, the, the relationship with, with you as a coach and as a friend, um, you know, it's really brought Melody and I together, you know, in, in a way that that's, that's healthy, you know, that gives us, you know, something to, to relate to, you know, before COVID hit, you know, we were out, you know, Saturday mornings were, were our things, you know, we were able to get up, we go do our long runs and then we go get some pancakes and, and, you know, it just, that was just our time to, to be together, to dedicate to ourselves, to our health, to, to everything. And just really, um, you know, I, I certainly miss that and can't wait till we get sort of back to normal on, on that front. But, you know, it, it's just, it's an outlet, you know, it, it's a way to, you know, burn off the energy. It's a way to prove to myself that I can still do difficult things. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it constantly teaches you that, you know, there, there are challenges and, you know, if you just keep moving forward, you know, just, just at some point you will, you'll reach the end, whether it's, you know, the end of the race, whether it's the end of a project, whether it's the end of, you know, dealing with, with, with COVID and, you know, the challenging times that we're in right now, you know, there will be an end, you know, it, it, when you're in mile 18, when you're in mile 20, you know, it, it could suck, you know, a, <laughs> and it a typically lot. does, right? <laughs> and it typically does, but you know, you embrace it, you know, you embrace the suck and, you know, you will eventually get past it and then it will be over and then you get pancakes. So, <laughs> you know, it, it, and that, that is a metaphor for life in so many ways. And, and, and I think that without running, you know, I don't know if I would ever really have grasped that. And, and you know, so for that, I'm, I'm forever grateful for it and, and, you know, have no intentions of stopping, you know, anytime soon. And, you know, everything from, from the failures to the successes, you know, that we can share with ourselves and the community and, you know, our, our friends, you know, the, the friends that we've made, you know, we've been able to meet, you know, you know, the people from the tribe, you know, from, from Marine Corps to, to, you know, Chris coming down for Hershey and, and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm really looking forward to all that again, but, 
I mean, at this point, what isn't running? I right. mean, it's just it's the catalyst to to so much that that's been so good. So you know, it really is a it's been transformational for me. And at this point, it shows you know no signs of stopping or slowing down. So um, I'm going to keep going as long as I can. You, you and me both, and probably just about everybody listening. So, um, once again, guys, at C Short Run on the Twitters. That's S E E Short Run on Twitter, uh, Facebook. Like I said, just just come into the group and, and you'll find him because he's posting something there, or at least you know he's making fun of me for something I posted. So it's pretty easy to to find him there. Uh, and then Dizruns.com/slash/eight nine six. As per usual, have everything linked up there. So Chris, uh, obviously, it's it's uh, been a long time coming. We'll we'll definitely do this again at some point. You know, hopefully we'll get that that BQ soon, and maybe that'll be a good excuse to to get back on the phone and talk some more. But um, at least in this in this context, right? But uh, appreciate the time, appreciate uh, the the friendship. And uh, looking forward to, to seeing what the future holds on, on, on all fronts for, for you and, and for Melody, of course, and for everybody down the road. But uh, thanks again for the time this morning and uh, nothing but the best going forward, my friend. You too. Thanks a lot, Denny. All right, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. Hope you enjoyed the conversation between Chris and myself. And as per usual, I'd be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode. What was your takeaway de jour for today, which is a bit not necessary, right? Like it's a bit repetitive. Anyway, anyway, for me, uh, the, the big takeaway today was something that was kind of woven in throughout various phases of the conversation. And it was the idea of, of the power of habits, the power of routine and how, you know, when Chris was first getting back into running and working on his diet and changing his health, um, how powerful those habits and those routines were for him to, to really get the ball rolling and start building some momentum. And then, of course, more frequently, or more more frequently, more recently, um, is coming back from this this most recent injury, incorporating this the the core work, the strength training, the stretching as part of his post run routine, and how it's no longer something he has to think about. And and I, as he was telling those stories and, and sharing those the that that theme of of habits and routine at various points throughout the conversation, all I could think about was how that's so true for me as well. You know, so many things that I've I've struggled to do or or struggled to uh, incorporate into my into my life. You know, whether it's playing the guitar, or learning to play the guitar, whether it's learning to speak Spanish, um, working on other parts of my life, stretching, yoga, whatever. If I'm just going to try to fit it in, eh, you know, it, it it sometimes happens, but not very regularly. Uh, easy to dismiss, easy to get lost in the shuffle of the day. But when I've been successful in those areas, it's been because I've made it part of the routine. You know, I, I, I do have a pretty good morning routine uh, after my run and after the girls go to school. Like, you know, I, I have a set schedule. I mean, it's not super set. It's flexible. But on a typical day, if I don't have an early interview or something that has to get done work-wise that, that has to happen at 8 o'clock in the morning or 8.30 or something like that, like, I'm pretty meticulous about I do this, I do I do X, I do Y, I do Z, I do A, I do B. And like, I have my order, I have my routine, and it just sets me up typically to have a pretty good day. I used to kind of fly by the seat of my pants on that. And when I did, that was when it would be pretty easy to, to check social media or check, you know, the newspaper or whatever. And all of a sudden it's two hours later and I still haven't, you know, brushed my teeth yet. Um, but now that I've got my routine, it's like, boom, I, once I start it man, I just flow with it and it's been such a game changer for me. And clearly it was been a game changer for Chris as well as, as incorporating some of these, some of the little things into his running routine. Um, and, and I would imagine here in the conversation, um, that maybe there's some other areas of his life where having a good routine is, is very helpful for him as well. So that was my takeaway. I'm not going to preach to you about incorporating routines into your life. If it's something that you think you would benefit from, I would encourage you to try it, but if things are good, then Hey, things are good. You, you do you boo. Uh, but for me, man, routines are, are valuable and hearing how, how much they've helped Chris at various points of his running career, uh, just kind of cemented that even more for me that like, man, it, when, I, when I'm going to try to do something, you know, when I'm going to write this bloody book one of these days, um, I need to just make it part of the routine. Instead of trying to figure out when I'm going to make it happen, I need to just schedule. Here's the routine from, you know, whatever, from nine to nine thirty every day or from nine to nine, from nine to 10 on Tuesday and Thursday or whatever it is, schedule it, make it part of the routine. And, uh, I bet you that's when it'll get done. That's when it'll get done. So note to self. Make that happen. Make that happen. Uh, anyway, I love how sometimes these takeaways turn into my own therapy sessions, right? Like, I don't know if they do that for you at all, but they certainly do for me. And uh, sometimes they're real beneficial, real eye-opening. Like, like seriously, that seems simple. Like, just make it, writing the book part of my routine because that's what I did the first time around and it got done. 
This time around, I've been saying I'm going to start writing the book for four months now. Haven't done it. Haven't added a word to the document yet, but I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Gosh. Anyway, thanks, Chris, for making me think about routines and talking myself into uh, a corner and having to answer to my own, uh, my own situation. But anyway, uh, enough about me and my therapy. Uh, what, what did you get from this book, from this book? Goodness. Like book is on my mind now. Clearly. What did you get from today's conversation? What was your takeaway? What was maybe your own little private therapy session? If you're willing to share it, let me know at Dizruns on Twitter at Dizruns on Instagram. Of course, you can also send an email to Dizruns at gmail.com. And you can also as per usual, head over to the show notes for today, which you can find at disruns.com slash 896. Disruns.com slash 896 is the link to the show notes today. A couple of photos uh, that Chris shared, uh, including the one of him, when he, that story about hitting the wall in his first marathon. Yeah, we got we got the photographic proof. Uh, and he does not look too hot. Or he looks super hot. Whatever whatever we, like, like death run over kind of hot. Um, in that photo. So if you want to check that out, disruns.com slash 896. And again, down at the bottom of the page there is the comment section. Feel free to leave your thoughts and takeaways about today's episode there as well. So uh, with that, we'll get ready to wrap this one up. One last plug for the Little Things course, disruns.com slash little things. Check it out. Check it out. And then implement. That's the key. Make it part of your routine. There you go. Got, got it. Tie it all together there. Uh, but y'all, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this one, go ahead and hit that share button. Uh, it's always helpful uh, to... You know, when you're willing to spread the word, it, 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 I see it pay off as far as you know, new people finding the show. Uh, so thank you for everyone who's done that before. And if you enjoy this episode and you're willing to do it again, thank you preemptively for sharing this episode. And uh, until next time, please be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, right? See you guys.